You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings. Good evening. Thank you for listening. This is episode 98 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 13th of October. We've got Champions Day to look forward to next weekend at Ascot, but this week it's all about the two-year-olds. During Future Champions Weekend, for which part one took place at Newmarket's Roly Mile course this afternoon and will conclude there tomorrow. The Phillies were the stars of the show today and Coolmore's Ilang Ilang got her season back on track by winning the Group 1 Phillies Mile, where Stamina came to the fore and she outstayed Shawari and See the Fire. Personally, I'm not sure I'd be backing her for next year's Guineas. I think one or two might just have a bit too much toe for her, but she's currently the standout for the Oaks and very much one to look forward to next year. Tomorrow, the Colts will get their chance in the Group 1 Native Trails Dewhurst, and City of Troy could provide Aidan O'Brien with a future Champions Weekend Group 1 double. He's already been dubbed the best juvenile Aidan's trained, having bolted up first time and then again in the Group 2 superlative stakes on the July course. He's by Justify, and so the ground would have to be a bit of a worry, although his dam together forever did win the Phillies Mile on soft. We haven't seen him since his superlative win in July, and so when Nick spoke to Aidan earlier in the week, he asked how he's been getting on since then. Yeah, everything's good, Nick. Yeah, uh, Obviously, we're looking forward to seeing him out again. Uh, it's a good way since he ran. Um, he's in good form. He's done very well physically. He's a good bit heavier now than he was before. Um, but he's doing all the right things, and um, I know we're looking forward to seeing him run again, Nick. Absolutely. I mean, I know it, I know it wasn't plan A because you were going to run him and then the ground went soft, and so you've had to give him a little longer break. Could that be a blessing in disguise, do you think? Well, he, he's obviously had more time to be a little bit fitter. Um, but uh, I suppose he was a bit heavy going to the car and we were a bit uh, worried about that but his weight hasn't changed much so in, in a sense the car so obviously he might be just after maturing and getting stronger really so um, uh, he's never been stopped he's been in full work the whole time and, and he's probably going to run the same weight as uh, we thought he would be when he ran in the, going to run in the national stakes So if you if you run him if everything goes to plan and you run him at the weekend which is the intention do you intend to run any other horses in the Dewhurst or not? Um, it's possible that we could run uh, something else uh, not definite but it, it is possible that uh, something like Johan Brahms or something else could run with him but it's not uh, nothing is written in stone yet Nick. Um, but you're not going to run Henry Longfellow if City of Troy runs? No, no, probably not. Uh, we, uh, we think Henry Longfellow is finished for the season. Um, the last time I spoke to the lads, I think that's what they were thinking, and, and I'm, I'm more than likely that will be it, uh, uh, Nick. And in your own mind, Aidan, and I know they've all got different attributes, but in terms of just pure, raw, natural ability, is City of Troy at the moment, in your mind, your leading two-year-old cult? Well, it's obviously it's it's very difficult to say because we haven't put them together because the lads haven't asked for them to be together. But he's he's a, an unusual horse that he can he goes a very strong gallop. Uh, he's very happy to get a lead, but whether uh, whether you can get horses to lead him or not, and and he just doesn't get tired, which is very unusual. Um, 
at the first day Ryan rode him at the curry frightened him a bit and I think that's why he, he, he went such a strong gallop with him the next day in Newmarket he didn't want the same thing to happen but he, he just gallops relentlessly uh, when he gets into that big big open stride he just keeps pushing it out you know so that's very an unusual trait in a horse uh, Nick a horse that's uh, just doesn't get tired really um, you've obviously got a few of these justifies. We saw opera singer doing her thing in the pre-Marcel Boussac, and I know you collect all the data, and it's fascinating to understand these stallions a bit better. Is there anything that's really struck you about them as a group? Um, the big open galloping horses, the big good move when they go beyond seven furlongs. Like uh, obviously, when he gets fast mares, he's going to get very fast horses as well. But the, the middle distance mares that have gone to him, they they just they just stay very well, very very high cruising pace, um, and. Uh, like we've seen when they go to seven and when they go beyond seven, they, they just find another gear, really. And I'd imagine when they go to mile, mile and a quarter, mile and a half, the same is going to happen. City of Troy's chief rival looks likely to be Iberian for trainer Charlie Hills. In the silks of Team Valley and part-owned by Bally Lynch Stud, he's won two of his three starts and was really impressive at Doncaster last time in the Champagne Stakes, where he had Sunway and Rosalian behind him. Jockey Tom Markwin was in the saddle for the first time for that success and keeps the ride. So Nick caught up with him on Thursday morning to see what he makes of his chances of causing what would be a pretty big upset. Yeah, I mean, obviously he proved um, that he's a very high level and uh, coming into the weekend, it's sort of, it, it, he's left us very excited for, for what may be to come. Um, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a tough race and a tough race for good reason and um, you know he'll 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 have to be an exceptional horse to to go and win. Exceptional is a big word. Can you conceive of him in that bracket based on what you felt so far? Yeah, I mean the the performance at Doncaster was extremely impressive. Um, obviously, you know it was pretty horrid old ground, and we didn't really see many horses going and bursting on uh, in the manner of which he did to go and put a race to bed over that meeting. So. I think you can upgrade him for that, but um, I think you know he he still felt like he was he was learning a bit, and um, yeah, I mean I think his his turn of foot was there for anyone to see. So uh, if 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 he can go and do that on a slightly different track, um, yeah, I mean look, he 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 absolutely deserves to be there, um, putting his uh, putting his hat in the ring for a, for for one of the major two year group ones. I mean, is he, and you've raised an interesting point about the track and a slight lack of uh, of track craft, if you like, is he streetwise enough for the undulations of the Rolly Mile? I think so. Um, you know, I've ridden, him, I've ridden him at home a couple of times now and um, he's a he's a very balanced, straightforward horse and, uh, you know, that, that that's going to uh, play uh, big to his strengths uh, for tomorrow. But... Uh, the rain, the rain we're getting is going to just slow everything down a touch. And uh, whilst I, I, you know none, none of us believe that he needs the soft ground to perform, I think it's it's one of those that um, if anything swings an advantage, it would be that. So uh, as I said, you know, City of Troy looked a very good horse winning the superlative, and it is going to be uh, no. Uh, easy task to to beat, but um, I think if ever if ever there's a day to sort of uh, be confident um, in our fellow, it'd be that you know they're, they're coming off a 90, 90 day break, which I know is not um, not monstrous, but it's enough when we've got match day sort of practice on our side. 
Array, trained by Andrew Balding, is out of a half-sister to the mighty Frankel, who won this race in 2010 and was supplemented by Judmont this week at a cost of £35,000. And here's racing manager Barry Marne on why. Yeah, Nick, he, you know, he, he won well the last day in the Mill Reef. Um, his work at home has always been good, and Andrew and Oshin have always held him in high regard. So we're at the, the latter end of the season, and... Uh, uh, I think Andrew and, and the owners felt like it was worth taking a risk and rolling the dice and there's a bit of rain coming in which will be no harm for our guy and if you're not in you can't win Nick so we're giving it a ro- roll of the dice and see what happens. Trainer Emmett Mullins and his horse the Shunter might be better known on the National Hunt circuit but they're making the trip across the RSC to Newmarket for tomorrow's two mile, two furlong Cesarich handicap. And when Nick caught up with Emmett this morning, he asked whether his 10 year old, who's a former Cheltenham Festival winner, has what it takes to be competitive in this sort of race. Yeah, no, um, I suppose the Cesarich is an ultra stamina test, and um, he's uh, got good jumping back around, and uh, hopefully. Um, he should fare well And what gave you the idea to, to do this? I mean, obviously, it's something we know Willie's done very effectively over, over the years, but when did you think, hmm, nice big flat handicap could be his? Um, God, I can't even remember when it was. It was, it was about 18 months ago. <laughs> yeah. he, um, he ran well in a nice um, flat race. He won in Maiden in Sligo, I think it was. And uh, it ran well in uh, conditions race in Killarney. And um, we taught the stay in handicaps at Sealton. It was fourth in last year's Irish November handicap. And um, we've gone for a, a bigger stamina test in Newmarket, the extra two furlongs. You limbered him up with a, a spin over a mile and a half at, at Goran Park. How much did he need that run? He would have come on plenty for us. Um, but uh, no, I was impressed. Uh, he was able to hang in there with them. Uh, it was a mudland race. They went to slow gallop and um, he came up the straight home straight as good as anything from behind. Some really competitive racing to look forward to this weekend. And don't forget, if City of Troy wins the Dewhurst tomorrow, Aidan O'Brien and John Govsden will go into Champions Day next weekend on almost equal prize money in the Trainers' Championship. And so that could provide a really exciting end to the season. Thank you once again for listening this week. Nick will be back with you as usual on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Mm-hmm.